Welcome to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. My name is Brandon Adams, lifestyle entrepreneur and inventor, passionate about helping others with creating something great and becoming unforgettable. Each week we discuss helpful tips on becoming a successful entrepreneur and interview other entrepreneurs and inspirational people. Our goal is to help take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. I'm Brandon T. Adams, and on today's show, we have Shane Hunter. Shane and I met here back in Hollywood. We did Celebrity Launchpad together, and we got to spend five days in a room practicing our speaking abilities, pitching to producers, and learning all about each other. Well, Shane is quite the marketing guy. Not only is he a marketing guy, but he's quite the comedian as well. In today's show, you're going to learn about every tip, every little bit of advice you need when you're launching a campaign or you're marketing. So we go into detail. He does the step-by-step process is if I was going to launch my product, so when I launched my product, Arctic Stick, actually on the market, he walks me through the steps he would take to launch the product and try to make the video go viral. And then he talks about different strategies in social media, what are good strategies to use. Not only that, we talk about Periscope, the power of it, Facebook ads, Twitter, YouTube, how that is a great opportunity for people to get a lot of traction. And then we go into also about launching a book, uh, what things you should do to try to get your book a bestseller. And honestly, everything it takes to become a great marketing expert. He goes over this in his book too, The Final Fight. This guy knows more than most people out there. He's made millions for companies with the launches he has done for marketing, and he he just continues to keep getting better and better. So I highly suggest anything, you got a business, you got a product, you're going to launch it, whatever, or you want to learn some tips on marketing for Facebook or any kind of social media, this is a show for you. You're going to learn a lot. So let's jump into today's show and learn from Shane Hunter about the marketing tips that you need to take your business to the next level. Let's get started. Welcome back to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. I'm Brendan Adams, and today we have my buddy, Shane Hunter. Shane, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Thank you very much for having me on here. I'm excited to get this uh, out to your people. Dude, I'm so excited to have you on the show. We Shane and I met back here, what was it, two, three weeks ago in Hollywood. Yep. We did Clint Arthur Celebrity Launchpad, and I tell you what, Shane is not only very knowledgeable at what he does with marketing, but I think he's quite the comedian in itself. <laughs> but you're going to hear all about him and hear about his marketing strategies and his story of where he got started and where it led him to where he is today. So Shane, tell me, tell me where you got started. I want to hear that great story you told me many times of where you began and how it led you to where you are killing it right now. Yeah, so I've actually been thinking on it some more, and my real entrepreneurial uh, origin story actually happened back when I was probably 10 or 12, right? Yeah. And uh, my dad said that if I ever wanted money for anything that wasn't a necessity, I would have to earn it myself. So up in Canada, Calgary, Alberta, Canada, in the dead of winter, when it's negative 40 degrees Celsius or worse, (laughs) I would go out with a giant, like, iron or steel um, snow shovel that weighed probably as much as I did as a little kid and go knock door to door asking people if I could shovel their sidewalks. And this is when it's like snowing like six inches to a foot at a time. So this is a lot of work for like a 10 or 12 year old kid. But I would do this and I would grind away at this for just hours until I could afford to bring one of my friends over, we'd order a pizza, we'd buy all the crappy junk food we could think of, and like rent a video game and a movie, right? And because I had earned it, there was no parents saying, you can't get that movie, it's R-rated or anything, so we got to watch whatever we want, play whatever we want, eat whatever we want, and so it was like, ah, it's like being a Viking king, right? Like these (laughs) are the spoils of war type of thing. Um, And that instilled 
a work ethic in me where I can just put my head down. And Brandon, we've just, we've discussed this um, ourselves. You know, it's this work ethic where you put your head down and you just go. You go until you get it done. You focus and, on your yeah, goal and, and your vision. And, and it's all, almost like time itself disappears. It's, it's like that. everything else around you is, it's not even there. You're focusing and time evolves around you so fast. It's crazy exactly. when you have a vision and you focus so target lasered on your, your goal. Yep, so, absolutely, man. So you, you got into marketing and you became very good at it and you're very yeah. humble about it too. You try not to be cocky, but <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> right. But let's hear, so... Let's do an example. So yep. I'm, I'm the inventor of the Arctic stick and yeah, let's say I'm going to launch my product and we're going to launch this fall and you're going to help me hands on with the launch yep. to make it blow up and the world knows about it. Tell yep. me step by step, what would you do to help me launch my product? And what kind of campaign? How would you do it? Number one, who is your target market, Brandon? My target market is the younger generation. It's kind of varied, but anywhere from... 20 years old to 30, but ideally the college market. Okay. So let's say college market because the more specific we get, the better this gets. College okay. market, college, college market and people that work out on a regular basis and they're very active. Okay. So the Arctic stick, what pain does it solve for that market? What pain does it solve? It solves their problem of having a warm drink on a hot day. So my my product keeps their drink colder longer and allows Perfect. them to have a more a more flavorable experience with their bottle beverage. Okay. And now, if they're having this pain, where are some frequent places? Where's the most frequent place the most that frequent, they would have this? It would be at the gym, working okay. out, or while they're playing a sport. Yep. All right. So what we would do is we would go and we would film a viral video. And you and I would be going out to... Hey, Jim, we'd probably bring a cute girl or two. and I might know a have, couple. <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, and we would demo the product live to people that actually have the pain and film their genuine expressions of how pleased they are with that product. Because it's like, hey, this actually makes a difference. You've shown me the product. I know it works. So one of the strongest things you can do in marketing is to back up your talk and show that your product works just as much as you say it does, if not more. So, so ima imagine capturing those people's faces when they've got some crappy warm water bottle. You drop the Arctic stick in there, and all of a sudden it's a cold, refreshing beverage. Boom. Yeah. And you capture their genuine reactions to that happening and how much it actually improves what they're drinking. Then you show that to other people. So, Social proof. <laughs> testimonials is big. I mean, actually yep. getting proof from the consumer itself. Exactly. And that in itself, you do enough promotion to those videos and you're going to get it. And you go to a bunch of gyms. The idea is the more diverse people, right? Yeah. In, in your target market that you can get um, to have these testimonials, to have these social proofs, to be video, videoing them uh, using your product for the first time, stuff like that, and just a lot of diverse people in that market. Uh, it works as <laughs> some crazy, crazy social proof. I and like that. And that social proof basically influences other people to want to do it. It's kind of like the lemming effect, right? So let, let's uh, hear this. Let's say we're targeting the alcohol beverage of my product because mm -hmm. it is – going to be a big user for college kids to yep. use as an alcohol shooter or to take into a football game yep. what kind of what kind of example would you show that would make it go viral <laughs> yeah i would um, i would i would get a group of people together um and this is where you kind of turn the tables a little bit in your in your favor for marketing is you know that these people are going to go in and have a good time no matter what right yep. a football game yeah but you strap some gopros to their heads and you're just experiencing having the fun that Arctic Stick happens to bring to this crowd. Don't you want to be a part of this? I love it. I love right? it. I never thought of it that way, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, because it's the experience, right? That's what that's really what you're selling here. You're it's selling not even, the experience. It's not even the stick itself. It's the experience that it's going to bring for you. It's the experience and happiness that they have while enjoying it. Just like your Red Bull right there. I mean, exactly. When they, when I hate the Red Bull. But you the love experience. the experience. Yeah. <laughs> you love the commercials of people jumping on airplanes and doing flips on motorcycles and all kinds of stuff. Exactly. Who doesn't want to feel extreme, right? <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any tips? Have you actually helped hands-on for putting videos together for people? Yeah, I have actually. I put together um, as well a bunch of my own. I put one together for Blind Squirrel Apparel uh, <laughs> that is like a poker clothing company. Yeah. Um, and help them promote their stuff. So yeah, actually, see right here. Nice. These guys. Nice. Is, is, there any, <laughs> is there any key tips? I, I once... Uh, for a competition, I was trying to figure out how to make a video go viral, and I studied everything. Yep. And really, most of it is by luck. But do you have any tips on how to make a video go viral? Yeah, tell a story. The story has to be compelling. Most people, especially when you're in the throes of it, like if you're an entrepreneur, you focus so much on the details and getting the editing right. And, oh, well, I need to make sure this is sequenced. All of that is bullshit, right? Those are details that come later that yeah. make it better. That's how you step up a product. Yeah. Where it comes down to if you're if at the root of this you're not telling a compelling story that causes an emotion to happen in your market you're doing it wrong you're 100 percent right i mean we learned that uh we knew that before we learned that at uh hollywood too i mean people remember a story and a story that is i mean just blows people's minds they'll never forget it yeah <laughs> you know like i will never forget when you pitched that producer <laughs> on TV, <laughs> let's hear it. Let, can you give the the pitch quick? Do you mind? <sighs> let's see if I remember it. Actually, um, but tell me, just tell me the part where uh, our uh, Oscar the Grouch. Let's hear that. All right. So <laughs> the Oscar the Grouch. Hold on, mother-in-law time. <laughs> Thanks, mother-in-law. <laughs> Bye now. <laughs> all right so now that we're uh through that awkward and embarrassing road trip segment it's all good you never know what's gonna happen on a podcast right? show but th this is how you know you can trust a marketer if his own mother-in-law kiss him on the cheek you're good and that was not even staged i don't think i could do shane i think group. i think i would kiss you on the cheek that's how great you are <laughs> all right so the oscar the grouch operating system do you have it do you ever say negative things to yourself, to your friends, to the people around you? If so, you may be operating with the Oscar the Grouch operating system. A lot of people don't want to hang around Oscar. Why? Because of the things that he says. They're very negative. He becomes a drain on people around him. And one of my favorite parts of this was the example in a Dave Chappelle uh, stand-up comedy segment where he said, Oscar! How can you such a grouch? Because I live in a trash can, bitch. <laughs> perfect example. If you act like that around people, people aren't going to want to be around you. And that's just one of the things that, you know, my book, The Final Fight, helps people deal with is changing their thoughts, their words, their actions, and their results. Let, let's jump into that because I want to hear yeah. the meaning bef behind that, exactly yep. what it means, and how, if you understand it, you can take control of your life and do anything. Anything's possible. Yep. So, okay, so let's do a, a quick example with these. Brandon, when you are thinking negatively about something like, I can't do this, or this is too hard, or F this, I want to quit. Does that serve you more than, I can do this? I don't care. I can, I can figure this out. Which of those mindsets serves you more when you're doing things? Obviously, when I say I can do something. Right? And how much more powerful is that? It's how much? 10 times. I mean, just saying you can do something is everything in what you do. Exactly. So now with linguistics, with the words and the sounds that we hear in life, right, which are words like yep. what you and I are saying right now, what your people are listening to right now, is this is how we absorb things into our mind. That Our words become our thoughts. Yes. But our thoughts will also become our words. So it's kind of a cyclical thing here. So if you don't watch your negative words, it's going to catch up to you. And if you want to get rid of your negative thoughts, the only way to get rid of a bad habit, an old pattern, is to replace it with a new, better one. 
you can't just get rid of it and be like, ha I'm good. I don't have the negative pattern anymore. Yeah. Otherwise you fall back into remission of doing that very same negative thing. It's the same reason why they replace uh, alcohol for alcoholics with a better pattern, something better to do, whether it's going to meetings to start or reading or art or that sort of stuff. So you want to replace your negative words with positive ones. Finally, you get into your actions and your habits, your rituals in life, right? Yeah. So, Brandon, if you just ate pizza and drank soda all day long and never worked out, do you think you'd be as fit as you are? No, I'd feel like shit, man. Yeah. And it would get worse over time, right? Yeah. 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 So now the nice thing about working out, and this is just one example, is the first couple of times you do it, it's going to hurt because you're not used to it. Yeah. Right? But the more that you do it, the more energy you create within yourself. And all of a sudden, it's not just you that's starting to feel a little bit healthier. Your thoughts get better. The way you talk to people uh, gets better. So true, man. Right? And this is with every action and habit. You start stacking your habits in a positive way and only in replacing all of your negative habits with positive ones. And you're doing the same thing with your words and you're doing the same thing with your thoughts. All of a sudden, everything is working in your favor, right? And this is what people call luck. <laughs> yeah. You know, the harder you work, the luckier you get. That's what I always say, yeah. man. But it's, it's, and here's the thing. It's like, we've also seen, you know, the end of the industrial era and the beginning of the information era, right? Yeah. And it's because it's all these people that say, well, I'm working hard, but I'm not making the money that I should be. Well, the problem is you're working in the wrong area. And I'm not saying being a plumber is wrong. What I'm saying is you need to work on yourself and make sure that your thoughts, your words, and your actions and your habits are all positive. But you also have to love what you do too, Shane. I mean, if, if you don't but, enjoy but, what you do. But, but what a better way to enjoy anything that you do. I can enjoy scrubbing a floor as a janitor because I have all of that other stuff together. That, that surrounding doesn't bother me. It's not. This isn't where I am for the rest of my life. This is no longer my identity being this janitor. It's something I'm doing. It's a tool to get me to where I'm going. So you, you're basically saying that you need to work on yourself before yeah. you can focus on what you're going to do. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't, it's going to fall apart. How do I know this? Because it's fallen apart for me about a dozen times. I've had it happen too. I mean, yeah. it, when you let go of your body in certain ways and negativity, and everything on negativity, the yeah. big thing on that, not only for yourself, is the people you surround yourself with, your mastermind yep. group. And we, we saw this. When yep. we were in that celebrity launch pad, there was... 10, 12 of us, and some of the most magnificent, magnificent, successful entrepreneurs in this yep. country, and the energy, the synergy, it was like we were high. Yes. And look what came of that. Look at the ideas. Look at everything. I mean, I left there, and I went on three TV appearances, and I wrote a book in three days. Yeah. Nice. Attaboy. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah thank you. News, man. But what's the name of that book, Brandon? Keys to the Crowd Unlocking the Power of Crowdfunding. I think everybody needs to get that book. I, I dude, they're gonna. It's going right. on Amazon in a couple days here. <laughs> I'm excited for you, man. Let me know when thank, it drops. Yeah. I'll tell my group and we'll get that uh, we'll get that going. Thank you, bud. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is like you get the energy. And the thing is if you stick yourself around people like that, you have yep. that positive energy. But if you're around negative people, he brings you down. Well, you, now you're seeing how changing all of your thoughts, your words, and your actions to positive really affect everything around you because it, you just nailed it. The people around you, you start bringing those people around you because like attracts like. Negative people can't stand being around ultra-positive people all the time. Oh, they hate it. But that doesn't mean you stop being positive. No. That means you, up, you, that means you upgrade your crowd. Right? Yeah, you're, you're crowdfunding yourself in this case. You're, you're you think the, about it, and you're also the average of the five people you you hang around. Exactly. So now you're stronger because you're more positive, and you know that you can do things, and you're saying that you can do things, and you're telling people, and now people are hearing it, and now they want to help you because of how positive you are and the change that you're looking to make, and you're making these actions. So you're not just speaking hollow words out into the world. People see that you're actively working on your dream. They're going to help you. That's how you bring in those people, right? Exactly. And now, and now it's all together. You can accomplish anything you want to do 
but with one more caveat, and that's where the name of my book comes in, The Final Fight. You have to fight every single battle that you fight like it's your very last fight. So true. Because you don't, you don't know if you're going to get another chance, right? And another way to spin that is you, you can't ever fight the final fight. You can't let this be your last one. If you get knocked down, you get your ass back up. That's so true, man. You can't give up, and you just, like we've talked about before, and I always say, you can die tomorrow. I mean, fuck, I could walk across the street and get hit by a semi tomorrow. You can car exit. Any of us could die. Yep. So anytime we do what we love, for example, if we're going to go on TV, we got to treat that appearance as if it's a Today Show and if it's our last time on TV for the rest of our life. Because it yep. could be. You don't know. Yep. And even if it is, right, and, and stuff <laughs> falls apart for you, say today, right? Yeah. Say today you're out driving and you get T-boned in an intersection, a car just decimates you. And now you can't do what you were able to do earlier this morning or yesterday or last week or last year, right? And you're just, this is, you think this is the end. No, it's not. But. It's only not the end if you say, how can I make this work? How can I do something with my current situation? And that's how you get back up every single time. It may look like the end, and it is the end of that old era. But no matter where you're at, no matter what happens to you, you are an upgraded version of yourself. And you're creating a new version of yourself in a new era. I 100% agree. That's why it doesn't matter where you come from, how smart, dumb, wherever, you're disadvantaged. You can become great at something. You can. You got to use your weakness as your strength. Yeah. To go forward and do great things. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Dude, I, I you know, your book, it, everybody should read it. it it's I, I I agree in my humble but accurate opinion and I borrowed that exact phrase from my friend Ben Settle, but I love it. But yeah, I agree. <laughs> Go read my book. Go read Brandon's book. Buy them together on Amazon in a couple of days. Tag team it. But no, definitely. I, I say anybody listening needs to go buy your book. And tell them again before we go on the next topic. Tell them where they can find your book. Yeah, it's called The Final Fight. Uh, my name is Shane Hunter, so you can look for that on Amazon. It's there in Kindle and uh, paperback version. Or you can go to readshanehunter.com. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. Well, we'll mention that again later. But I want to jump sure. in. Go back more into marketing because everybody wants to hear about how to market their product and market their self. What would yep. be your top three marketing strategies that you have for yep. launching any kind of product or campaign? Well, it's kind of exactly what we went into earlier, Brendan. It is number one, find out who your customer avatar is, your target market. Yep. And it needs to be specific. Like remember how we started at 20 to 30-ish, but then we nailed it down to college? Yep. Right? So when you go that specific, all of a sudden you can actually see them as a person. Like you should know this person's name. You should know what they like to do. You should know what their pains are, what their pleasures are, what their fears are, what their dreams are, all of that stuff. You know more and more of that stuff. You know the pop culture stuff that they like. Imagine how more effectively you can talk to them. What does this remind you of? It's like when you have a friend, right? Yeah. You know more stuff about your friend. Can you have a better conversation with a friend than you can with a stranger most times? Yeah. It's a lot easier. So find your target market right? Find your customer avatar. Number two is you need to find their pain. And I mentioned this in the first part, but yeah. this is where now you focus singularly on finding the biggest pain that your product service or solution solves. Yeah. Right. And you want to, as my friend Ben Settle says, you want to rub salt in that wound. You want to make it painful. You want to make it obvious how painful it is yes you have to remind them of their pain because what are you doing if you're if you have a genuine product or solution right yeah you are solving somebody's problem that's what every product exists for that's what every service exists for so it's your obligation to get them to get what you have if you genuinely believe in your product and these can be little pains they don't have to be like life-threatening pains yeah this is exactly how buying and selling works. Once you know their pain, you can then help them realize that pain and then show them the solution to that pain, which is your product or service. Does that make sense? That that totally makes sense. And you know, 
anything I've ever done or developed for my invention or courses. It's something that pissed me off, frustrated mm-hmm. me, and it was a pain I had. And I'm like, you know what? This pisses me off so much. Not only do I want to fix it, but I want to make sure other people don't have that pain. Yeah. And that's where I've come up. Most entrepreneurs mm-hmm. come up with their ideas because they have a pain. They have a, there's a demand for something. Nobody's fulfilling it, and they feel that yep. need. Well, see, and this is why I don't like that uh, politicians and the media vilify entrepreneurs because everybody that's an entrepreneur that didn't just have money handed to them has this same mindset. And I think that's an important distinction. If you have a different mindset, you're going to fail as an entrepreneur. You will. Because when you focus on the money instead of focus on helping your target market, you fail. It, that's so true and it can't be about the money and I, I've I've done it for the money before and it didn't work out for me you know it's more about solving the problem and yeah. helping your customer your avatar and making their life better and if you do that the money will come yep absolutely man that's and that's what it is so so back into these steps that I would do for each of these marketing campaigns so one of the best things that I ever learned for advertising sake was called an acronym called PASS, P-A-S. Yes. Right? Problem, agitate, solve. Find your market's problem, agitate it, show them that pain, offer them the solution, solve it for them. That is the key to all commerce ever. I like it. Yeah. But- that is, that's how you sell anything. Like I was telling you how my dad sold a bird cage to somebody that didn't have a bird. Can you that's tell that story? I want to hear that story again. Yeah, absolutely. Back when we were young, I mean, my dad was very entrepreneurial, even though he kept a job because he felt he had to, right, to support the family and that sort of thing. But he would always do things like yard sales and garage sales. If people were giving stuff away for free, as long as it was of some sort of value, he would take it and stockpile the stuff for a week until he could have a yard sale or a garage sale at the end of the week. Well, one of the things that my dad happened to get at some point was a birdcage, a big old birdcage. And there was no bird in it. In fact, I think there was still bird shit in the bottom of the birdcage. But this person comes in. And he says, hey, would you like a birdcage? What? No, I don't have a bird. Well, would you like a bird? What? I've never thought about... Well, you know that birds are good companions, right? Really? Yeah, you can train them to talk to you and all sorts of other stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've heard of that. Well, tell you what. I'll give you a deal on this birdcage. Go get yourself a bird. Treat yourself. And the guy's like, yeah, all right. Frick it. You know, I... I'll get a bird, whatever. That sounds awesome. So my dad ends up selling a birdcage to somebody that doesn't even own a bird by creating a a desire in them by agitating the fact that obviously this person was lonely because they're spending their afternoon on a weekend at a garage sale by themselves instead of hanging out with their friends. You know, that that right there, I always say I could sell ice to an Eskimo, but a guy that can sell a birdcage to somebody that doesn't have a bird (laughs) talks out. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's, it's you find the problem, you agitate it, you solve it, oh. and you're done. And you can create demand for anything as long as you follow that formula. I love it. I love it. So let's go into social media. That's a big thing with marketing, promoting. Mm-hmm. What would you say would be the most effective social media outlet today in today's world? I mean, there's so many. I mean, you got Facebook, Twitter, so, Periscope, Snapchat, mm-hmm. everything. So it's not big yet, but it will be. Periscope. Yeah, I knew it. I was waiting for you to say mm-hmm. it, and I'm jumping on there too. And yeah, it's not saturated. And you know, I got a buddy. Quick story. His name is Zach Spuckler, and mm-hmm. he started periscoping. And within three weeks, he jumped to over six hundred thousand hearts and two thousand people. Awesome. And he made ten grand in sales because what he did is he directed his people to his site. He gave a yep. lot of information about Facebook ads and stuff, and he sold a ninety-seven dollar product. But yep. people bought the shit out of it. Yeah. From Periscope. So mm-hmm. Periscope is killing it. So tell me what what why do you think Periscope is gonna be so big? Because it allows you to interact with your customers in real time. Flat out. That's what it is. It's like doing a face-to-face sale with everybody on the internet. You win. The power in that, like the you ask any of these hardcore salesmen like that are part of sales floors and that sort of stuff. There's two most powerful ways to sell something to someone is in person or over the phone. That's exactly what Periscope is, except now you're adding in the video. So it's exactly like being in person and you can gauge 
their reactions by their comments, by their their little hearts that they give you, the likes yep. and that sort of thing. And as people are dropping off, you know, oh, well, this part sucks, right? Yeah. yeah. And as you're talking more and more, but the retention is staying there and people are liking it and all of this sort of stuff, you get a reaction. You know what is fueling them. And even, I mean, here's where it really comes in is so say you're starting out entrepreneur, right? Forget the big dog that knows how to market and all that sort of stuff with the unfair advantage and all that. Yeah. If you're just starting out, how cool of a testing ground is Periscope? Not Uh only does it let you get that customer feedback and realize what the market wants and what the market needs, but think of how valuable this training was to you and I in Hollywood to go and learn how to be on camera. Yeah. This Periscope gives you the opportunity because nobody wants to look stupid. Right. Exactly. So you're going to practice and you're going to do more periscopes and you're going to get better because you're sick of looking dumb. And you're going to know all the duck faced angles that you need to put yourself at if that's and the funny makes you feel comfortable. The voice variation and everything. Exactly. And you'll learn all of that stuff and you'll become a better presenter. So when you are presenting in person or over the phone, you're going to be even better at that. And then your sales copy is going to get better. Everything is going to get better as a result of using Periscope properly. The key, and here's where marketers are going to screw up Periscope. They are going to make it only try to be a sales platform and they'll try to hold essentially webinars and sales meetings and stuff on it. And that will ruin it. It'll ruin it. Guaranteed. Watch it happen. It'll take about five years or less but that will happen. What you want to do is provide valuable content and rapport. Give them an insight into your life. Show them your life. Give them access to you. That's exactly why reality Make them trust you. Selling is not selling. You're not selling. You're giving free advice, and eventually they will come to you. They will. So to make any sale, one of the, the biggest most important thing you need to do is get people to know, like, and trust you. I take that a step above and I say love and trust you because if they love you and they're passionate about you, they will buy everything you put out and anyone that talks negatively about it, they will eat alive. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. You create your tribe and that tribe will stand up for you and they will do anything for you. Yeah, absolutely, man. So do you, so for example, on Periscope, do you have any tips on for putting different hashtags or putting different titles to get people's attention where they actually click on it? So I haven't even used hashtags yet. It is a powerful option, but I haven't needed to. What I've been doing is testing titles, titles that create curiosity, okay, about whatever you're talking about. Don't give away the farm. Don't tell them exactly what you're doing. Make them ask a question and say, oh, well, I need to know the answer to this. That's how they get on there, right? And also another big factor, how a lot of people search for you on the app is through the map thing. So if you're in a, a bigger area where people might be searching, that's going to work to your advantage. But if you're in a small town, that's fine too. That's where the title comes in. That's where your little profile picture comes in. Make that interesting and entertaining instead of just a boring, stuffy, suit-looking picture. Make it look entertaining. Make Give people a reason to click. The same reason that you would stop on TV for, for a show yeah. or a commercial, that's what you need to utilize with Periscope. It's entertainment. That's why people are signing on. If you're not entertaining... And Clint taught us this. If you're not entertaining, the content doesn't matter. You know, half the time, content, it's more the marketing. It's 90% of the marketing you do. It's 10% of the product. I mean, the product could be all right. But if you portray that message as being the product that's the best thing since sliced bread, they're going to buy it. Yeah. You bet you, man. What about, okay, go aside from Periscope. What do you feel about, now I do some money through Facebook ads. And they've changed it now. They've made it where your reach, there's no, there's hardly any organic anymore. Yeah. And your reach is not near, near what it used to be. I mean, I did a Kickstarter campaign a year ago. And I think during my campaign, I spent 800 bucks and I probably reached close to a half a million people. Now, now, no way. Yeah. There's no way. So how do you feel about Facebook marketing? I think it's amazing. And uh, according to some, I'm one of the better ones, better marketers at Facebook marketing. But your videos are awesome because I'm kind of walking away from it a little bit. I'm, I'm using it as a supplement. It's no longer my main driving factor. But here's how I'm using it so that it is still giving me those big rewards while everyone else is worried about losing your edge rank and all of that. You'll notice the group that you're in, right? Yeah. That is um, the Final Fight Club. Yep. 
All of a sudden, I have a captive I'm in that audience. Group? Exactly. I have a captive audience that wants to be there and that's participating. I ask interesting questions, and I ask them about them. I don't talk about me. I don't matter in the equation. What matters is them. The more they tell me about them, the more I know my target market, and you see how this all starts to cycle. Yeah. But I'm providing more daily value to them, so now they're knowing, liking, and trusting me. In fact, they're loving me with the content that we're putting out and the amount that they're allowed to contribute, they're supposed to contribute, makes them feel a part of it. That really amplifies that love quotient. They start putting out their videos. Other people see them. They feel like all of a sudden, for the first time, I have a platform where my voice is heard. Wait, who brought this to me? Oh yeah, that's right, Shane. Yeah. And you see this stuff all starts cycling in people's heads. And it's no, it's more now about the conversation and the tribe and the group and less about, hey, look at my sweet page and how awesome I am. Yeah. Because that's what everybody is doing. That's what all the gurus are doing is saying, hey, look at me. Look how awesome I am. Well, we've taken a shift. Um, a complete shift. Yeah, from an I and a me paradigm to a we paradigm. Yes. In society. And now entrepreneurs don't like that usually. Like we're very I-centered, but we do it in a way that is offering value to people, right? But yeah. It, it's a fact. But you can't worry about what you want. It's what society is and what they've become. Yes. It's shifted to a we mindset. So if you start making all of your marketing into this we mindset, you can still serve your audience and you can still serve yourself. It's just you're doing what the market is demanding. And the big so thing. So that's why I've switched to groups. The big thing though with Facebook too is what I've, I even say in my book for even doing a crowdfunding campaign, you need to do consistent posting where yep. people see you and eventually over time, yep. you'll get in their head. And not yep. only that, you'll get in their dreams. Yep, absolutely. And well, that's when you know you're doing the right thing. <laughs> well, see, and I've got my Periscope sequenced with some uh, with some programming. I've got a Periscope course coming out, by the way, in like a week or two. So if anyone's interested in Where that, can they find it? Go to finalfightclub.com. That'll let you join the group, the Facebook group. And yep. from there, the offer will be in there. That's the easiest way. Because um, I don't like to high pressure people into it. It's more, if this is for you, awesome. But with that teaching, what I do is show people exactly how to get Periscope, which will automatically post to Twitter, how to get that Twitter to post to your Facebook, which yep. will then post to your Facebook page, and you can even get that to sequence into your group. So now the notification is instant. Every single time that you go live, all of your people in that group are going to get a notification. So this goes back to where you just said you need to post daily info, yep. daily content, daily interaction. That's exactly what Periscope allows you. How much easier is, is it to press record on Periscope and you don't have to worry about the title. You don't have to worry about anything. It's just the fact that you're putting some sort of content out there. And now because it's auto syndicating into your group, they get notification. You're putting out daily content that they can go and check out. And the great thing is Periscope automatically puts a 24 hour timer on it. So now you have scarcity built in. You have to watch this within the next 24 hours or it's gone. And that's not to say that you can't upload it later. You can't because it saves it to your phone, but that scarcity makes people Take action. It take action and exactly. And that's that's how basically I'm using Facebook now is I'm just sequencing it so that all of my social media is saying what I'm doing so they can all come access the content that's super easy to make that I can make on the fly from the road on the toilet, you know, in the shower, wherever (laughs) I want to make it from, I can make it from there. And it's that easy. So there's no excuse of well I didn't have time. Yeah, you did. Exactly. So do you besides Facebook and Periscope, do you have any other marketing outlets that you feel are very effective? YouTube and Twitter. Um, Twitter, because it, again, gives you the same sort of real-time interaction that you can have on Periscope. Yep. I don't like it as much as Periscope because it's not video, so I feel like the communication suffers, especially with a 140 character limit. But I still like it because you get, it gives you real-time feedback and real-time conversation yes. with your market. Um, and finally with, with YouTube, I love it because again, video, so you can communicate better because a lot of communication is very nonverbal. So being on video really helps you to get across what you're really trying to say and your personality and gets people to like you and know you. Plus, uh, in the last like year or so, a lot of internet marketers and the guy uh, and marketers in general, marketers ruin everything. Remember this, Brent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have 
done a mass exodus from YouTube and went to Facebook. And now Facebook sucks. Weird. Um, yeah. They've saturated it. Yeah. Because they've left YouTube, it leaves you with a lion's share of the internet traffic at cheap prices because nobody's bidding on it. While everyone's over at Facebook bidding up the ad space there. Do you spend money on ad space in YouTube? Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've never done it. I, I'm looking into doing it, but... Well, and that's how I would run your, your Arctic Stick thing, is those viral videos, is push them on there. So when people are looking up, like, how to have an awesome party, kegger, different weird things like that that are going to be yep. your audience, and you start pre-rolling those videos before the video they're watching, it's going to be effective. Right? Because imagine if, if every time they're thinking about partying or, you know... They think of Arctic Stick. Or, or working out or anything along those lines, Arctic Stick pops up. You need a six-pack? Front of mind. You need a six-pack? Yeah. Get a six-pack of Arctic Sticks. You could have a six-pack, or you could have a six-pack that doesn't suck. Arctic Stick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to quote and use that. <laughs> right? Ah, that's awesome. So yeah. uh, let's go a couple more things here. And here's one for me. <clears throat> uh, and I'm sure the audience will love this too. So I'm launching my book. Mm-hmm. What would be the strategy to make your book stand out. So I'm going to do the launch on Amazon where it's pre-order. And then mm-hmm. I plan on August 28th to have it actually come out in hard copy and in the form downloadable. So what would be your strategy right now to get the book out there to try to get a bestseller or get the world to know about it? Well, who does your market serve? We know that it is going to be people that are interested in crowdfunding, that sort of thing, right? What if you did a giant contest giveaway where you say, the Brandon Adams will help you with your Kickstarter campaign if you buy this book. You'll be entered to win it. Hey, I like that. I like that. Yeah, because imagine how valuable that is. So now for- That's over a $1,000 value because I'm actually selling packages for that. Exactly. Wow. Well, and you do things like that. The, the, the idea is essentially adding bonuses. Bonuses are what sell things. Yes. Because you stack so much value that they're more so buying it for the bonuses versus the actual product. And then once they've bought the product, you go into an engagement campaign where you get them to actually digest the content. And the best way to do that, again, we roll back in Facebook groups and daily periscoping and that sort of thing. And yeah. you see how all of this stuff lines up in a row. It's not just random bits and pieces like most marketers will give you. This is all very strategic. And that's my thing. Weird. I'm a marketing strategist. <laughs> is putting all of these pieces together that work together so that you're not working that hard, but you're getting the best results. I like it. I'm going to try that. I'm going to do that next yeah. week when I'm in awesome. Cali. I like it. Okay, let's go to some things on you. I want to talk a few more things about you. First off, I ask this all the time. I believe failure is the best thing for somebody. I mean, I've failed multiple times. My failure has took me to the next level like you wouldn't believe. Tell me the biggest failure you've had in business and how it's helped you. Tell me about that experience and where it made you realize what you can do better and experiences you had from that failure. Mm -hmm. Tell me a specific story. So... First off, let me preface with, I believe more strongly in failure than I do in success. Because this is exactly why I don't like uh, social programs like welfare and that sort of things. Uh, What what I consider safety nets. It is. If you you have a safety net and you're not allowed to fall and hit the bottom, you're never going to pull yourself up out of that because it's always going to be comfortable. So that pain, again, more influence, more marketing here, that pain that drives you to succeed never happened. Then what? Then you're comfortable being at the lowest version of yourself. Napoleon Hill once said, your greatest success is right beyond your greatest failure. Exactly. So my biggest failure, and it's funny, I have to think about this because I've had so many. This is why- Me too, buddy. (laughs) This is why I am a successful marketer is I've failed more than every other marketer that's out there. But I don't ever stop. You know, it's the principles, again, of the final fight. My book and that stuff is not giving up. Yes. And one of the biggest things was I went from, at my peak, making $75,000 in one month. By myself, no employees, nothing. That's like peak income for me, generated online in one month. And I've gone from there to making nothing for like six months on end. 
And you and I had this conversation, like right now, I'm back on the climb up, but you don't see that affecting my personality. Yeah. At all. And you know, as well as I do, I'm going to get back up. That's not a question. Oh, I know. It's a matter of when. And so I've gone from making that to making nothing. And now I'm not making nothing. Weird, slow, incremental change building up over time. And I mean, you've seen all over Facebook. I'm all over that place. I've got 50 people sharing every video that I put out. All sorts of that. Uh, I You, you entertain me. me, buddy. I enjoy it. Right? See? And I, this is why I share all your stuff, too. I like it. <laughs> That's the thing. When you get to know, like, and trust people, you're more comfortable sharing their stuff. And it starts spreading. It starts going viral because people want to help you. Remember how we were talking about that earlier? Yeah. That's, that's exactly it. It, it's funny. You, you, the more people you help, and I notice this. So my big success, you, which you know, I just got on the cover of the Inventor's Digest. Yep, and I found awesome. out after being on NBC 12 in Phoenix, and I was jumping up and down screaming, and everybody in the stations looking at me like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. But instantly, I thought about everything that I had done to get to that point. I've slept in my truck. <laughs> I've almost gone broke. I've yep. been told I was a piece of shit said I, mm-hmm. I was nothing. I've done so much to get past that bullshit. And I thought it was all worth it. And it's them times that you never forget that reminds you the journey is so worth it. Yeah, man. Well, it's like we talked about earlier, right? Stacking all of those positives like you did, even when the odds were against you and outside circumstance yes. was telling you you can't do this. You replaced all of that with positivity. As such, you developed luck. Right. And I yeah. just did air quotes there for people listening. No, that's a funny the cool yeah, yeah it's luck. Yeah. Because they say, you know what, you got lucky it was handed to you. And that's why I did a podcast show yesterday just on it. I said overnight success, years in the making. Most yep. people look at that and say you got lucky and you had overnight success. Well, me, it was twenty five years to build up to that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but well that and, and and I wish everybody could leave with that one single message is that you too can get it. You just got to start working on it now and not give up and know that everybody that has listened to those rules has succeeded. Exactly. You and I both know it, man. It's that simple and yet that difficult because nobody ever gets started. Three more things. First one, totally off the board. How do you train a wild Mustang? (laughs) With great difficulty. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It takes a lot of iron will um it takes and where where do you find these by the way everybody listening i mean uh shane trains these wild horses and fearlessly and turns them into this little baby well i wouldn't be able to do it without this young lady here in the back seat that's on my road trip with me that's my wife um but so she's a crazy cowgirl and she has sucked her city boy husband into the mix of training wild horses. <laughs> um, and it is a very difficult challenge. And the first time we weren't very good at it, uh, but we kept those two horses weird, didn't give up. And now they're two of our best horses. Right? <laughs> and um, since then we've done many, many other Mustangs together. And it's times where they are charging you full on because they were just gelded. That means their balls were chopped off like a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. So they're pissed. And they will charge you in the middle of this round pen, teeth showing, and try to run you down. And you got to stand there and stare at this horse and hope inside of your head that it's going to stop. Because if it doesn't, you're getting run over, but you can't move. Because if you move, you let them know that that's now okay. Exactly. So your resolve has to become stronger than a wild animal. That tests you. This makes you a better entrepreneur as well. That's why I like doing this stuff. And you have to learn mirroring, right? And in influence, this is a huge thing when you are talking with someone one-on-one. If you mirror what they're doing, eventually you can influence exactly how they're sitting. You can influence their mood, their reactions, everything, simply by mirroring, which is doing the right body language, mimicking and mirroring what they're doing until you take control of how you're sitting yeah. And the energy of the conversation. You learn that with Mustangs, because if you don't get that right, they're not going to listen to you. Have you ever been tackled by one? No. Nope. I have been bucked off and given a horrible concussion by one, uh, but they've hmm. never actually ran through me. It's hilarious, because most people will never stand up to them like that. And I'm, There's going to be a lot of horse experts that will say, oh, you can't teach that. That's horrible. People are going to get hurt. You're right. The average person will get hurt. Um, but you're not the average person. <laughs> yeah, 
I don't know. I could pretend I am and yeah. then see how that treats me. But in, until I'm dead, <laughs> this will be my modus operandi, right? It's This is how I will work. This is how well I will go on. And it has worked for us. And we've been called all sorts of names in the horse community. When we first got online, people were viciously attacking us. We have a video that has over 300,000 views and probably 50,000 asshole comments. What's the video called on YouTube? How bad we are. I don't even remember what it was called, but it's like water training a Mustang or something along those lines with Erica Hunter. Mm. And this thing has the most malicious vile people on the planet in the comments telling us everything that we're doing wrong, how we're stupid, how we shouldn't be allowed to train Mustangs, how we're ruining America, blah, 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 blah. Oh, right? like, you got everybody yeah. that wants to tell what they think you should do. Exactly. Um, so it's not for lack of hardship, not even in the round bend, but training of Mustangs and being in that community that does that, you also have to put up with all of that sort of stuff. So it's, it's huge for developing you as an entrepreneur and as a person both the training in the ring and then the community that surrounds it. Well, when I come to California, you know, I might have to get a little first scenery. I, I leave for L.A. tonight, and I'm in Cali for, I think, three weeks. Awesome, man. Come on down. Like I, I told you, you got the invite. Dude, I, I definitely am. So yeah. two more questions besides your awesome book, which, mm -hmm. by the way, everybody should go buy. Yep. What would be your top three books that you would suggest to young entrepreneurs? Um... Number one, the Bible, but not why you think. Not for the religious context, for the storytelling. Yes, I was just going to say that. Storytelling. Think about the power of what you've done. Think of how influential that book is to be over thousands of years now, or over a thousand years old now, right? Yes. And those stories passed down verbally and then written down, and how much effect that's had on the world. You think of how many christians and bible believing folk there are on the planet you want to talk about influence there's a good way to get started start reading those stories and how those are put together and the archetypes that are in those the characters the morals of the story and you learn very excellent storytelling yes and i'm not saying that it's a make-believe story you can believe whatever you want to believe i'll believe whatever i want to believe i'm just saying purely for the storytelling principles found in the bible you, it almost can't be beat. You're um, right on. You're right on no, point. Number two book would probably be Think and Grow Rich. Amen, brother. Pound yep. it. Yeah. Because, right? Yeah. Because if, if you don't learn to think that way, you're going to have a shitty time and you're never going to get there because you can keep trying. If you're not using the, the right principles, you're not going to get to where you're going. You know, if you're following a map that goes in the opposite direction, good luck getting there. Yeah. Um, and number three is Robert Cialdini's Influence. You're this the third book, person to tell me. I got to read that. Yeah. Yeah. This book will teach you everything you need to know about influencing other human beings, including yourself. It will teach you how you are being tricked by certain influence and marketing techniques and how to avoid them so that it's no longer techniques that sell you, but the actual value of a product. Nice. Um, you learn that stuff you become very, very powerful in no matter what. You can be an entrepreneur, you can be an employee, it doesn't matter. That book teaches you influence, which is interacting socially with anybody, ever. Nice, I like it. And that's it. pretty dang powerful. Last question, what would be the top three tips, success tips that you would give to young entrepreneurs listening right now? Your top three tips. Think, do, and do again. I like it. Think, S do, and simple. do again. Yeah. Think about it. Plan out what you're going to do, but don't get paralyzed by it. That's why do is the second one. Then do again because you're going to fail. But get over it. And That's to top that, keep doing again because you're going to probably fail multiple times. You stay on three until you get it. And then you set up for the next round. I like it, man. So, hey, Shane, yeah. thank you for coming on the show, man. Can you tell everybody... Where they can find you, everything again. Best place, just go to finalfightclub.com. That's absolutely the best place. That's going to get you uh, to our Facebook group. You just say, add yourself to the Facebook group. That's where I want people to get to know me on the beginning. I don't want to sell people. 
Yeah. I don't want them to buy my stuff. And this is why I'm such a bad marketer. I'm not instantly going for the sale. I want to get to know you guys and how I can actually help you. Yeah. Once I get that, then I can fully serve you. And you're going to be a long-term customer, not a one-time sale. Um, and that that's also being honest. You, I, you are going to buy from me. If you're listening to this and you come to that group, eventually you will buy from something from me. That's statistically speaking. But know that it's not because I'm out to sell you or get you. It's because I want to help you. And that's the difference. Anybody listening out there, I know Shane Hunter. He's a great guy. I love him. Dude, this guy is a top marketer. When I launched my product, Arctic Stick, he's going to be there for it. And if anybody's launching a product, if you want to make it go viral and yep. do what you've done for companies that made millions, yeah, contact Shane Hunter and it'll happen. I'm here to help you guys. Let's change the world. Hey, thank you, buddy. And that's it for today's show. And you know what time it is. It's time to go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable. Because life is too short not to. I'm Brandon T. Adams. Have a great day, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's show with Shane Hunter. Shane is the man. Please check out his site, www.finalfightclub.com, and check him out on Facebook and all social media. It's very entertaining to watch this guy. And like he said before, he's not going to try to sell you anything. He's just going to give you a lot of great content. But I guarantee you, after seeing everything he does and what he knows, you will probably hire him. This guy knows his stuff. I've I don't remember the last time I met somebody that is so good at what he does. So check out everything he has. And if you're going to launch anything, if you're going to launch any kind of product or you want to take your marketing to the next level, contact Shane and he will help you. He's helped me before. The guy, he's amazing. He knows his stuff. So just so you guys know, I'm in California right now. I'm spending three weeks here. And I'm appearing on morning shows in Las Vegas, Reno, Nevada, Sacramento, California. I'm doing some networking. I'm attending a conference. I'm doing all kinds of business because right now everything's blowing up. It's blowing up with crowdfunding. It's blowing up in my business for Lightbulb to launch and just all around. And also, my book. You need to check my book out. It honestly, just because it's my book, I'm obviously I'm promoting it, but it is a must have if you're going to launch a crowdfunding campaign or you want to learn about fundraising beyond crowdfunding. I've raised over $33,000 in 12 days for a nonprofit. And that's just one experience I've gained from fundraising crowdfunding alone. I've raised over 26,000 and I'm in the process of getting another campaign together that I I'm hoping well over six figures. So Check out my book. It's called Keys to the Crowd, Unlocking the Power of Crowdfunding. You can find it on Amazon. Pre-order it now, and you won't regret it. It's a great book. and has everything you need for crowdfunding. It's going to be some great advice for you. And also, check out my website. If you haven't done so already, you're missing out on all the stuff you could have that could help you in your business. Go to BrandonTAdams.com and subscribe today. I'll even give you some free content. If you sign up, you'll get my fund formula to crowdfunding for free. And weekly stuff, all kinds of content, and we're in the process of building even more. I'm even looking at doing a University of Young Entrepreneurs talk show, which will be on YouTube. I love going on TV. I have been on TV every week now, and I'm going and promoting these local crowdfunding campaigns. And the funny thing is these people don't even know that I'm promoting their campaign. I just go and do it, and then I show them afterwards. And they love it, and it helps them take their crowdfunding to the next level and reach their funding goals. So that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to help you. So check that all out. Hey, if you love this show, like I always say, go to iTunes. Give me a five-star. Give me some love. Tell the viewers why this is such a great show so they can listen and they can be inspired and they can make a difference in their own lives and go after everything they want in life. That's what I'm here to do. I'm here to inspire millions of people, and I need your help to do that by spreading the word and giving me a review on iTunes. So that's it for today, guys. I love you all. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I'm here for you. I'm here to make this world a better place. So you know what time it is. It is time to go out there and create something great and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brandon T. Adams. Have a great day, everybody.